Hi again and welcome. I'm Greg Oberst. And this podcast is the third and final installment of Surrendering the Sword, the true story of Nobuo Fujita, the only enemy pilot to bomb the United States mainland by fixed-wing aircraft in World War II and in the history of the country. In Part 1, we looked at the details of that 1942 bombing run by Nobuo near Mount Emily, just a few miles inland from the town of Brookings on the southern Oregon coastline. In Part 2, we reviewed Fujita's controversial and ultimately successful goodwill visit to Brookings in May of 1962, that coming at the invitation of the Brookings Harbor JCs. In this third installment of the series, we're going to listen to a historic recording. The final event the JCs had scheduled for that 1962 visit by Nobuo Fujita and his family was a private banquet at Emily's Restaurant near the Port of Brookings. It was during this banquet that Nobuo Fujita followed what he called the finest of samurai traditions to surrender a sword to a former enemy. In this case, it was a 400-year-old samurai sword, a treasured Fujita family heirloom. Nobuo and his family would surrender it to the people of Brookings and Harbor, Oregon. At the event, my father, J.C. Normoburst, set up a microphone at the podium and recorded the ceremony for playback on his radio station, K-U-R-Y, Curry, the next day. It's an extraordinary piece of audio, recorded history, and we're going to listen to the entire presentation unedited. The voices you'll hear on the recording are as follows, and in this order. J.C.'s President, Dr. Bill McChesney. Brookings Mayor C. Fell Campbell, J.C. Bill Landis, Nobuo's son Yasuyoshi Fujita, Bill Landis again, and then Reverend and J.C. Del Roth. As we join the recording, the meal has been served and the sword presentation is about to begin with Bill McChesney at the podium. The first thing I would like to do is publicly at this time thank the members of one of the finest organizations in the world. I am referring to the Brookings Harbor Junior Chamber of Commerce. I am at this moment extremely proud to be a JC. I feel it has been a great honor to have been your president this past year. I was never more proud of any group in my life than the night after the controversy started when we had a special meeting. And to the man, 100%, we all stood up and were 100% in favor of going through with this invitation. I would like at this time to thank the Brookings Harbor J-Cities. I feel it is also very fitting at this time to thank another group of people, a wonderful group of people, and I am referring to the citizens of the community of Brookings and Harbor. The warm reception that you have given our guests has made to me, Brookings, today a finer place in which to live than it was one week ago. Thank you very much. 
this event, to me, has made the second line of the J.C. Creed that the brotherhood of man transcends the sovereignty of nations, a reality. It has shown me and all of my fellow J.C.s that people can indeed live in peace and friendship together. We have arrived at a time in presentation of the samurai sword, which I suppose should be the climax of this visit. But to me, the climax of this whole event was when the Fujitas walked from that plane in Portland, Oregon, and smiled and shook our hands. Their sincere open-heartedness and obvious friendship to me was the, the true beginning and the impression that I will always care, carry with me of this very fine family. As you all know, the samurai sword, which is to be presented, is over 400 years old. This sword is traditionally passed from father to son. The fact that Yashioshi Fujita is willing to deprive himself and his future sons, this wonderful sword is again a tribute to the unselfish courage of this family. The sword was originally was originally to be presented to the people of the Brookings Harbor community through the JCs. But last night we got together and decided that just the fact that these people were courageous enough to accept the invitation and come here as ambassadors of goodwill that we have had all of the honor and reward we could ever hope for. At this time, I would like to call Yashiyoshi, Mrs. Fujita, and Nobu forward, if you would please. Uh, Mayor Bell Campbell, if you would uh, please come forward. Yeah. We would like very much have this sword, which is a symbol of friendship between not only the Nobu Fujita family and the people of Brookings Harbor, but also between the people of Japan and the people of this our United States, to be presented directly from the Fujitas to Mirafel Campbell, who will accept it for the people of our wonderful community. Thank you very much. This is the first time that I have heard the true story of this sword. The fact that it's 400 years old, I don't have 
words to express, uh, words to say what I think of the true, honest friendships, the desire to make friends with the American people. I wonder how many American people would break a tradition like this to make friends with any other nation. I think this should be a lesson to each and every one of us and should cut the strings of any hatred that might be in our hearts. When a family like this will come to America uh, on his second mission to make friends of a place that the only man in the world had bombed the United States and present a sword like this, it really touches my heart. Mr. Honor, would you step back just a little bit? At this time, I have a little here that uh, Yoshioshi had a couple more things. Leave this back down that uh, he would like to explain a uh, couple of things that his family is thinking about doing uh, that would concern the community of Brookings. At this time, Yashiyoshi, would you like to explain this? Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure uh, that we can have uh, such a wonderful, remarkable uh, party like this. And especially we are very happy to meet such a honorable, honorable guests this evening. And our family has staying 
and these blue things for nearly a week. And all of us learn lots of things about America. We've never experienced such a wonderful experience before. And our family talked last night about our family plan that uh, to, uh, to answer to your all wonderful uh, cordial hospitality we would like to have uh, we would like to do something though it might be a little things but we like to express our own hearts to looking peoples and we made it just small one plan last night it was in return to your hospitality our family is planning a priority to exchange youngsters from Blutings to our home in Japan in the near future. Though it might take one year, but we would like to let youngsters from Brookings to our home in order to experience, to let them experience 100% typical Japanese way of living as you offered to us. Because we learned that this is the best way for us Japanese and American to understand from the bottom of our heart. And also, this is the most important element for us people to promote international relations and to bring up world peace to this world. And also, I think this is the much easier way. And also we are planning to make in, uh, to make in tapes lots of things quite Japanese like uh, Japanese customs and habits or Japanese music and a brief comment of current Japanese political and economic situations or 
Japanese history, Japanese culture and arts, and also a brief sketch of a daily life of a typical Japanese peaceful home. Because in Japan, we never have we've never had a private or small radio stations as you have in here. It was a great surprise to our family. And I think we can have a we can have a, a little privilege to use this radio station. Uh, right after we go back to Japan, all of my family get together and do our best to make fine tape recording and will send to this Brookings and I hope all of Brookings, all people of Brookings could enjoy this tape recording and it will be it will be a, a little help for you to understand about Japan. Thank you very much, sir. by the school board, but I'd just be almost <laughs> tempted to join school again and try to become available for this wonderful thing. <laughs> At this time, uh, we will bring this to a close with a benediction, but I would like to announce, before we do that, uh, with Yoshioshi and Nobu and the family's permission, if they would be willing, uh, following this, uh, those who wish could stay around and probably we could have a few questions and answers uh, following the formal banquet. At this time, at this time, Del Roth, would you offer us a benediction? Everyone rise. grace we have been permitted to be present at an event which stirs deeply our inmost feelings. For we have witnessed that which no force of arms could have attained, a free and open-hearted expression of one people to another of peace and goodwill. Through the blessing which you alone can give, we ask that this event may long be remembered, not only by us, but that all people may be heartened by it and may continue to work for a better world in which to live and to raise our children. Give thy gospel free course in this world, that through the spirit of this gospel, faith in Jesus Christ our Lord and Redeemer, people may learn the true basis of love and goodwill. As the Fujitas prepare to leave us in a short time, we ask thy protection upon them to bring them safely to their homes. 
In Jesus, our Savior's name, we ask this. Amen. I'd like to thank you all very much for coming to the banquet this evening. And again, those of you who wish, I'm sure that we could uh, have a few questions answered that a few of you may have come up this way. You've been listening to the Fujita Family Sword Presentation, recorded on May 28, 1962, by Norm Oberst for radio station KURY in Brookings. Now, as you may have noticed, Nobuo Fujita didn't actually speak during the ceremony. His son, Yasuyoshi, did all the talking. He was the only one in the family who could speak English. However, Nobuo was at the podium to pass the sword first to his son. That was also keeping with tradition. It was Yasuyoshi's duty then to offer the sword to Mayor Campbell. The Fujita family samurai sword hangs today, beautifully, in a glass display at the Chetco Community Public Library in Brookings, Oregon. One last note. Doug Peterson, the JC's president at the outset of Project X, as the JC's called it, told me that after the visit by Nobuo Fujita and family, the JC's entered the project into the Oregon J.C. Project of the Year competition. It won top honors. Hmm, maybe we should think a little higher, thought Doug and his fellow J.C.'s. Doug took Project X to the national competition at the J.C.'s convention in Dallas, Texas. First place. With that, this three-part series, Surrendering the Sword, has come to a close. I'm grateful to Doug Peterson, Bill McChesney, and Norm Oberst for sharing their memories with me. Doug passed away in 2016. Bill passed away in 2020. My father, Norm Oberst, not only shared his stories with me, but also his rich archives of news clippings and recordings, including the one you just heard, as well as many of the JC's internal memos and press releases. Understanding their rich historical significance, Dad kept everything. Dad was also named the 1962 J.C.'s Young Man of the Year. Norm Oberst passed away in 2020. This series is dedicated to Dad, Doug, Bill, and their fellow 1962 Brookings Harbor J.C.'s. Well done, men. All three installments of this series were written and produced by yours truly, Greg Oberst. Music and sound effects by Purple Planet, Sound Bible, and Storyblocks. Thank you very much for listening and for sharing these podcasts. You can follow my podcast to be the first to hear future episodes on this Greg Oberst at Large channel. Thanks again. Be well.